is Gunnar Esaias, and then you are listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esaias Foundation and GunnarEsaias.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, DCU, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esaias and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and are not necessarily those of the Boomer Esaias Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar and Leah Farone, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. All right, hey, it's Gunnar Esiason. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Breathe In. I'm joined, as always, by the lovely co-hosts, Leah Farone and Tiffany Rich. How are you guys? Great, how are you? Great. I am fantastic. I'm really excited because we have another normal on the uh, podcast today. We sure do. Leah, I'll let you introduce the normal. (laughs) All right, so our special guest for this episode is my sister, Lisa. Hi, everyone. Hi to everyone. (laughs) How are you? Good, how are you? I am good. Thank you for joining the podcast. Really, thank you to Leah for volunteering you to join the podcast. Yes. You're welcome. Um, I was uh, asking when I was going to come on it eventually, so. All right, so she wanted to. Our, waiting for her podcast debut. She likes us. We've gotten a number of messages down in the DM uh, about siblings with cf um obviously lisa you don't have cf leah does so sort of creates that uh that dichotomy my i have a sister as well she also does not have cf uh so you know this i think this will be a fun uh, a fun episode uh i'll I'll sort of just open up with a question a big question that's uh, been on my mind ever since i found out that you were joining the podcast um i really want to know how you and leah both ended up with such similar names that's that's the big, <laughs> so that's the big question that I need an answer to. Honestly, I don't even know because we've asked our like our parents millions of times, and apparently our dad just liked the way that the names sound. Right, Leah? Have yeah, you heard so anything different from them? All right. Apparently, our dad named us. My mom Ooh. had nothing to do with it. She <laughs> told him you can name them, so he had full range of that, mm-hmm. and he somehow came up with Leah and Lisa. Oh, and now we respond to both names or we respond to Lee. Yeah. Okay. Do, do, people, yeah, ever, do people ever get confused? I mean, I can imagine that, you know, you, you get called each other's names all the time. I mean, sometimes I get called Boomer because Gunner and Boomer are a little similar. Have you ever been called Sydney? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, have not been, I have not been called Sydney. <laughs> Luckily, those names aren't that similar. They're not even not close. Yeah, not yeah, even no, close. No, I have not no, been called Sydney. Definitely not. All right, the so, boomer thing doesn't surprise me, though. But anyways, all right. So yeah. let's, let's let's actually jump to the topic here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I we we talked to our significant others uh, a few weeks ago. That was a pretty cool mm-hmm. episode. Uh, mm-hmm. This is just, I think, another sort of look at the support system in CF. And obviously, yeah, the relationship is much more than CF. Um, but I, I sort of want to get get into it here. I mean, when did you realize that you were a little different than Leah? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It's funny because we were like talking about this before just talking a little about. bit. And honestly, I don't think I realized until like maybe even, I don't know, maybe later in elementary school or like middle school that I really started like seeing the differences. Yeah. But um, I mean, Leah will tell you from a young age, I just wanted to do everything that she did. Um, I caused really cool. literally everything that she did. Um, so 
I thought like her having CF was like this cool big sister thing. And yeah. like, I, I thought that like I needed to do the things too. So like, <laughs> I remember she, one of the first times she like had a pick line, she used to make these like IV covers. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Um, I was socks. very into this. Yeah. And okay. we would hot glue ribbon on them. Oh, and oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it. a tube sock. Okay. Like, yeah. Tube yeah. Sock, and then we and would cut it. Ribbon on the top and ribbon on the bottom with a big bow. Yeah. yeah. It was very top. preppy, very cool yes. at the time, you know? Yes. yes. And um, she would wear them around all the time once we started making them. And then I remember specifically there were a couple times that I went out and I too was wearing one, <laughs> yes. even though I didn't have Just a on your arm. Line, so. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. that gives you a good idea. I knew that I was different, but I didn't want to be. Like, I, right. I wanted, you wanted to, to like You wanted to follow yeah. her. She, yeah. You looked up to her. Yeah. But then yeah. as I got older, I realized, you know, having CF isn't really something to be envious of. Um, <laughs> and I, that's when I started seeing more and more of the differences and how it actually is affecting like her day to day life. It's not just little things that she has to do. So. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. so you're three years younger, three or four years younger than Leah. Yeah. She's like a little over three years younger than me. We just rounded up to four because most of the time we're four years apart. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I forget how old you are, Leah. Leah's like a, a grandmother. Um, yeah. but, but, hey, <laughs> if she's a grandmother, what am I? You're the great. You're the great grandmother of the podcast. <laughs> now I, uh, you know, it's interesting you say that because obviously Leah's the older sister, and generally the older sibling is the one that sort of paves the way, and mm-hmm. Leah had been paving the way with with CF, you know. For, for that portion of life. Leah, you were diagnosed later. You weren't diagnosed right at birth, right? You were diagnosed a little later. Right. So I was diagnosed at three. Mm-hmm. And I think right before I got diagnosed, my mom found out she was pregnant with Lisa. Mm. Yeah. So it was a very, like, a lot of things changed all at once, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, because that's, like, that's, you know, that's part of, you know, the, since CF is genetic, a lot of parents mm-hmm. do have to consider you know, do they continue to have children despite, you know, an older sibling having CF? I was in a similar situation where I wasn't diagnosed until my sister was already born. And then, you know, as soon as I was diagnosed, you know, Sydney guy had to get tested and like, you know, the whole the family had to How many years apart are you guys? Um, We are, we're like a little less than a year and a half. So I was, so I was born, I was diagnosed at HO. So Sydney was already in existence um, as a, as a human being. Before I was before I was even diagnosed, um, mm-hmm. so I mean it, it all kind of same with it with you guys like it all kind of just changed very rapidly, uh, right. and, and I think that was part of it. So now I mean, going back to early childhood, were there many differences between your day to day life? Because obviously you had to do treatments, Leah. Right. Yeah. You know, what, what did you do during that time, Lisa? Like, what, what was that? What was treatment time like for you? <laughs> um. <laughs> so usually i I would get to sleep a little bit later than she did. Um, <laughs> But I remember at our old house, we used to have this big, like, L-shaped couch. Mm -hmm. And Leah, like, got the the long spot on the couch where you get to lay out because she was the one doing the vests and the treatments all the time. Mm -hmm. So when she wasn't home, I used to love when I would get to lay in that spot (laughs) because she would always be there. That's the best spot. I mean, it was really good. Yeah. A lot of the time our family would like, especially when she was doing her evening treatments, we'd all be just like watching a show together. Mm -hmm. So eventually I kind of like, I mean, the sounds of the treatments and everything is kind of like white noise to me. I can sleep through Mm -hmm. it if we have a hotel room together now. Like, yeah, yeah. um, right. So you're another yeah. one of the normals that can sleep through the treatments. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have you ever tried on the vest? I have. 
We actually Many have times. pictures of it. And what, yeah, what did what did you think of it? I thought it was really funny. I remember <laughs> me and Leah used to do the um the Woody Woodpecker sound <laughs> while, yeah, we were, we while we were on it because we thought it was so funny <laughs> that it made our voices sh like shaky. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to need a video of Leah doing this. I know. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll do a recent one. I don't think we have childhood footage yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll need one. No, like, we'll, need, we'll need you to do one between now and the next time we record for, for the podcast. Great, great. It'll go up on the Insta. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's, that's exactly what we need. So, you, I, I, you know, I, I'm not sure if Sydney's ever tried the vest. That's, it's kind of a weird thing. I mean, like, especially yeah. because it doesn't trigger you to cough, obviously. No. Right. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, it's it pretty just much a, just felt like, like a, it, I was like. It's like a massage, shape. right? Yeah. Massage. That's what I, it didn't really feel like anything. I kind of thought it was weird that it costs so much money because you know <laughs> yeah, it's just, it doesn't do anything it's just, yeah, so. tell it this thing costs a lot don't break yeah. it <laughs> yeah and that was back when like they were a big deal because they were just coming out so it was yeah. like this huge box oh yeah the big one super heavy dad went out and got like this utility thing to put it on wheels <gasps> so we could roll it around the house and stuff and it was this big thing like the dog doesn't get near it i couldn't like you know, kick a soccer ball on it or, you know, it was like, yeah. avoid this thing at all costs, Definitely. except for the time that I got to try it on. But did, did your, did your parents ever like sit you down and tell you what CF was, or did you have to kind of figure it out? I, I, you know, that's something I've always wanted to do. Was there ever do, do the siblings, do the siblings ever get like the talk? You know what I'm talking about? Right. You know, yeah. you know how like, a CF talk. I don't think I did. Yeah. I don't think now you did I feel either. Like I, now I feel like I kind of missed out on something. Would, would, you, like but, us, would you like us to have? Can, we can do this moment. We can we can do this. <laughs> I think I have a pretty good understanding of it now. But I mean, um, yeah, I don't think I ever got one. Um, I think probably the way I found out about it is because I got dragged along pretty much to every doctor's appointment for a while there. Um, which we have some pretty funny stories about she that too. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I had to listen to all of that. So, like, hearing words when I was little, like, pseudomonas and, like, yeah. I don't know, just other, like, I can't terms. remember. Terms. Yeah, Medical yeah. terms. Yeah, but, like, yeah. but just hearing them when I was, like, little, I just thought that that was just, like, common knowledge, you know? Right. Um, right. So, and my mm. mom, if you've ever met her, she mm. loves Lord. to she loves to talk these things out in our house. So... I would be hearing that like all the time. So I think mm -hmm. I kind of just like learned by osmosis kind of just by everything around me. So right. no official talk, but it was just the everyday life. Yeah, it was. Right. She was very present for everything I had to do other than the yeah. morning. See, you see, know, seeing is definitely better than I think, you know, being told it right. You know, I, yeah, I agree now, now that I've, I've, I guess now that I've asked the question about whether or not you got the CF talk, I don't really know if the CF talk is necessary because I don't think it is because the, the, the sibling is very much just going through it. You know, I, yeah, I think, right. you know, you did, say, also, you did say you like, you got to sleep in later. My sister got to sleep in a little later too. I've always, I was always very jealous of that, but mm, you know, too. I also got other perks in life too. You know, I, I, yeah. I, you know, I don't know if it was the same for you too. It'd be interesting to find out. Uh, you know, I mm -hmm. got to eat whatever I wanted to, and Sydney, mm -hmm. Sydney, didn't yeah. really, Sydney really didn't have Oh, that. yeah. <laughs> I think I've been eating everything that I've wanted to up until, like, now. Now I realize it's going to catch up with you at a certain point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was definitely a funny thing because... Our cousins will talk about this, too. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. They would come over our house, 
And there's one cousin specifically who would always get so excited because he would love the food that we had in our pantry because Leah needed all of this fattening food to gain weight and all this salty food. So, um, yeah, I grew up eating all of that good stuff. Um, and it was pretty normal for us to come home from school and eat like five, just like little bags of those chips and things. And, you know, uh, Leah stayed stick thin and then eventually I started getting a little, little chunky. Um, but yeah, so she, she definitely got, I was, I was very jealous for a while knowing that she could eat whatever she wanted, especially with us being girls and being compared so much. It was, it's true, especially because when we were younger, we looked like twins. So we were the same exact size for a long time, um, you know, because I was always a little bit smaller. But I mean, you know, we did have years where we overlapped and we looked very, very similar and we were the same size. So everyone thought we were twins. And then one day it was like, oh, she shot way past me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got pretty tall pretty fast, so you know. I I remember back to those days and I kind of like we always had the after school snack that we were always yes. and that was like a milkshake for us. Um It was for us for a couple of years. Yeah, like we the used mil- to go to Burger King. Yeah, that we, was we, our move. we went to Carvel. It's kind of I'm sure I'm sure the calorie count was very similar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh you know, I think I you know, Sydney as far as I remember Sydney always used to get something as well, but it was it was always very like I was always encouraged to eat something as my dad always said, you know, like I was going to get my, my diet was going to give my parents a heart attack by the time, <laughs> by the time I got yeah. older and because of all the salt, all the, you know, all the fat and food, it was, yeah. what a lot of people, what, what, you know, what a lot of CF families do is, you know, there's two meals essentially at dinner time. There's like the, what the CF kid's going to eat. And then there's what everyone else is going to eat. Uh, yeah, and it's, right. it's kind of like a, a weird thing that doesn't happen. Or if like you're outside of the CF family and then you're over for dinner and you see it happen in place. You know, I think my, mm-hmm. you know, my girlfriend, she like was blown away by the fact that, you know, when she would come over for dinner occasionally, you know, it's what I'm eating is still very different than what everyone else is eating. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think when we were younger, there wasn't as much knowledge about like diets and stuff in terms of CF. Yeah. So... I think it was a learning process for my parents. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're being told she needs to eat high fat food. So in their minds, mm-hmm. that means, okay, we need to go to like get fast food. We need to just oh, pack yeah. as much food as we can into this like tiny little human being. <laughs> but at the same time, they don't want to make Lisa feel different or be like, you know, yeah. Yeah. you can't eat that. not going to register that. So yeah. there were a good couple of years where we were eating the same exact thing and then it was like oh wait you know so yeah, yeah. i don't know and even it's now, tough even now i think our parents they still make us the same dinners when we are eating together um we'll eat different portions though sometimes or like now leah after dinner will still eat a snack and i'm like okay yeah, I have I to stop, do that move. you know <laughs> yeah, um she, I'm like, oh, and obviously i have to in order to eat the same things that she eats, I have to, you know, do an hour in the gym afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sacrifice that for the podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, but for the most part, I mean, we also have an Italian father. So 90% yeah. of the time he's pushing some sort of pasta on us. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. No, so, that's, the, the, the Italian household will definitely... <laughs> We'll definitely keep the food coming. Uh, yep. So let's, 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 let's uh, share away from the food. 
Uh, you know, yeah. now that you know you guys are older and you went through high school and, and college and stuff like that, you know, what what was it like for you to sort of see? You know, obviously Leah's health has gone up and down. What was it like for you? You know, what, what's it been like for you to see your sister? You know, very very sick. Yeah. Um, so bringing that up reminds me of this one particular time that Leah probably already knows what I'm thinking of. I um, you, but it's cool. Yeah. But I, so I never really realized that her health did go up and down. Like mm-hmm. I said before, I thought it was just kind of a series of things <laughs> that she had to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. And if she did them, she yeah. was fine. Um, and that's kind of what my understanding was. And then there was one summer, I think, I think I might've been coming out of like eighth grade or maybe freshman year of high school. No, yeah. maybe I'm later yeah. than that. I, I don't know. A freshman, like end of freshman year. Yeah, it was like beginning of high school. Um, but I remember me and Leah used to have rooms right across the hall from each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm very yeah. used to hearing Leah's cough now. Like, I can tell when it's a good cough. I can tell when it's a bad cough. Like, you know. She really so, can. It's really oh, impressive. Yeah. So yeah. most of the time I like, you know, I would hear her cough in the middle of the night, but I would sleep through it. So it wasn't a big deal. But that there was one night we it was already pretty late I think I had already fallen asleep but I heard Leah start coughing and then it got worse and then it turned into what was definitely a bad cough and it was one of the first times that I had ever heard that bad cough Mm -hmm. um and my parents hadn't woken up so I like ran into the room was kind of far away from where we were you know right yeah so and then I ran in to check on her and it turned out that she had been coughing up a lot of blood and had to (laughs) go into the ER that night and then she got admitted um and I think this was one of my like first major episodes of hemoptysis so we were all learning at this point yeah so that that is not a fun thing that is not a fun thing it was pretty scary I was very lucky she actually woke up because I couldn't move from where I was yeah 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 and I don't even know did I even end up seeing all the the blood I might have blocked it out honestly I think you blocked it because it was all over the bathroom this was like the time I filled up the toilet like a couple of times yeah, it was bad. Um, it was really bad. And yeah. this was by far the worst episode I've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, she woke up and she went and got my parents, you know. And from then on, she knows my coughing up blood cough. Yeah. It's actually really yeah. impressive. I did it maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago. And her room's above mine, okay? So she's mm-hmm. kind of far from me now. Yeah. And she somehow heard it in the middle of the night. She rushes mm-hmm. downstairs and she's like, You're coughing up blood, aren't you? And I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It scared me enough when that happened that like yeah. now it's kind of ingrained in my mind. So, um, yeah, so I think that was the first time that I ever really realized, oh, gosh, like she can get actually really sick with this. Like her health can really go down because you were, you were in the hospital for like well over a week, I think, after that. Yeah, I think that was the longest time I was ever in the hospital. Yeah. So um, I think that was the first time that I realized that it was. You know, yeah, it could yeah. be. It's scary. I mean, yeah, that's very scary for a high school kid. I, I've, one of the first times I coughed up blood, I think was in was in high school as well, and I, I did it at a football practice. So I did it around people who were not, you know, who had never seen right. anything like that before. Yeah. So similar to you is like a very panicky moment for like mm-hmm. everyone else. You know, I think right. when you have CF and you, and you start coughing up blood, <coughs> you know, as long as you, if, if you feel like you can breathe, it's scary, obviously. But if you feel like you can yeah. breathe, you can at least deal with it you're breathing I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. as long as you can breathe but for people who aren't the ones that are actually doing it I think it's a definitely a, a little bit of a terrifying thing 
Exactly. Yeah, that's for sure. I think anything blood related yeah. gets everybody a little scared. Yeah. Right. And like now I feel like when that does happen, I'm very mm-hmm. chill about it compared to how this situation had went because I mean yeah. Oh yeah. It was this, a new thing for everyone. You, just grow, yeah, you, right. grow, you go you grow accustomed to it. I mean it's a crazy thing yeah. that like mm-hmm. coughing up blood can become normalized. It's a very strange. It's a very thing. weird thought. Um <laughs> Especially when you look at social media and you see other CFers going through it yeah. and it might be their first time or their second time. And, you know, the way you deal with that situation versus <laughs> someone who just did it for the first time, it is yeah. very eye opening. It's like, this it isn't is. OK that I'm this accustomed to it, you know, yeah, definitely. but at the same time, staying calm and keeping yourself in check in one of those situations mm-hmm. is very important mm-hmm. because the more you get stressed and the more you react, the worse it's going to happen. Be. More. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So. Me being a only child, I don't have any siblings. I'm the spoiled little that. child. <laughs> um, but I always, like, uh, I've been wondering when you're sick, Leah, Lisa, mm-hmm. what um, what do you do to not get Leah sick? So basically, I've been, like, full quarantine. Yeah. Um, okay. So... <laughs> Like, the way they would treat people with, like, the Ebola virus, you know, that's kind of me <laughs> in my house um, when I get sick. <laughs> yeah. And um, and now even when Leah gets sick, she does a pretty good job of quarantining herself. But um, mm-hmm. that was yeah. something that was hard to, like, get accustomed to growing up because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sick, you want your mom or you want your dad to help you. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you see other people get sick and you kind of think you can you should be comfortable in your own home and stuff. But when you're at home, you really have to think about what you're touching and what you're eating and every little thing. So usually I, I know last year I got that really bad stomach bug that was going around. Yeah. Um, and I was I, trying my best. That to sucks it, for anyone. That sucks for yeah. anyone. See it for no, yeah, see it. That's, a, like, that's a bad definitely, thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we definitely don't need Leah getting this. So we were avoiding it at all costs. Luckily she did not get it. So whatever I did worked. Um, yeah, right. But anytime that I did have to step out of my room, I had like blue like rubber gloves on. And I was like washing my hands before I had to touch like anything like a doorknob or anything. Yeah. Like um, so, yeah, basically, it's just being like super cautious and not mm. touching anything in the kitchen if I don't have to. So like right. it's kind of nice because sometimes I get like food delivery to my room from my parents because they don't even yeah. want me coming out. But um service. <laughs> Yeah. So, but now that we're, you know, in our twenties and we've gotten used to it, um, the goal is to just not get sick. But when it does happen, we kind of know the drill. I also think it's a little easier at this point because our living situation, like, yes, we're in the same house, but we're on totally different floors. Like we are separate. We don't share a bathroom. You know what I mean? Like growing up, we were right next to each other. We were on top of each other. We shared a bathroom you know what I mean so it was a little harder to avoid coming in contact with one another plus you're like you're little and you know you don't put two and two together you're like oh we can still play so yeah yeah now I you know I um I that's that's very reminiscent of I think the way I grew up with Sydney if someone if Sydney was sick or really if even like one of my parents are sick or whatever growing up it was the quarantine was in full effect. The same thing in college right. roommates. You know, the, the quarantine was in mm-hmm. effect. And Lysol was like the godsend. I mean, that's the yeah. other thing. Is uh, Lysol, yeah. Lysol. I mean, she's who knows currently works, in my room recording. 
and I just sprayed everything because I was sick last week. So I'm like, oh, God, I don't want you getting this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, now, yeah, I, I'm good yeah. now, after this. <laughs> you know, was there was there like a power struggle in the house growing up? You know, I my sister and I sort of, I guess, look back, look back on this a few years ago as to whether or not, you know, I was the favorite child or like I had more attention or whatever. And we sort of came to the conclusion mm-hmm. that I never really got preferential treatment. You know, I think I probably yeah. received a bit more attention. You know, obviously I had trips to the doctors that I would go with my parents or, you know, there would be times when my parents would have to, would, would have to spend time with me so they could take care of me over right, Sydney. Right. But, you know, I was there, was there anything like that for you two growing up? Um, yeah, I would definitely say that there was. Um, yeah. I don't know that it actually, I can't tell how much of that actually happened or if it was what I was perceiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely had a hard time growing up with like, thinking that my parents loved my sister more. Um, yeah, she definitely struggled with that. Yeah, because I remember this is... We, so I mean, we used to talk about it. Yeah, but yeah. I connected it immediately to her CF. Like, I remember when we were little, I found, like, a baby book or something. Like, Leah had a full baby book. But this just happened to be because she was deal. the first child, you know? Right. But <laughs> I saw that she had a baby book, and I didn't have one. So I was like, oh, my gosh, it's because she has CF, and they, you know, they, <laughs> they want to, like... And, later like my mom explained to me she's like no once you have two babies you don't have time to sit down and cut out pictures and like yeah. you know put little stickers all over everything but um <laughs> yeah. yeah i definitely so true yeah i i think i had like it was just difficult because anytime that leah had a doctor's appointment for a while i get pulled out of school too um, yeah and i didn't really mind it when i was little but then once school started progressing and it kind of meant more when you had to miss school um, mm-hmm. that got harder. So I ended up, we're lucky that we had really great grandparents. So I spent a lot of time with them. Um, okay. yeah, my grandfather would pick me up from school half the time, like even into high school when I didn't have a car yet. But, um, yeah, so I think it was just like adjusting to things. And as I got older, I understood it more, but definitely when I was little, I would see that they were always talking about doctor's appointments or like, hospital visits or medicines and things like that and I I would think that that would equate to them wanting to talk about what was going on with her more but it was really just what needed to be talked about at that time that was you know I think I think that's like a I think it's a pretty significant fear for a lot of parents right when they have Mm -hmm. multiple when they have multiple kids in the household and one of them has CF the other ones don't Mm -hmm. you know I think a lot of parents Mm -hmm. fear that they maybe giving more attention to one kid over the other or you know they may be celebrating achievements for the the cf kid because the cf kid is sick and may have to you know work harder or something you know i think i think people sort of especially when the kids are little and they're like concerned how this may impact the family dynamic as they're older but i you know i think and it sounds like you guys have a similar experience the way sydney and i did it you know sydney's very self-sufficient because i think both sydney and i were we, we were both raised really high expectations placed upon us and you know, Sydney saw how hard I was working at my CF. I think she felt like she had to probably work just as hard as she. She ended up doing, you know, in, in every other aspect of life as well. I, you know, I think. Right. I think the dynamic between the siblings ended up being a positive one. You know, mm-hmm. and, you know there, you know, there wasn't really a power struggle that that existed. Right. right. Now we were actually talking about that the other day, um, and we talk about this every so often. You know, just like the fact that she definitely had a different childhood than people that are considered normal you know what I mean and that is because of me yeah um and I do feel guilty about that at times because you know 
I don't want her life to be different because, you know, I have crappy lungs. But, like, at the same time, I do think that it shapes not just me into being a better person, but her into being a better person, you know? And there is a lot that CF has taught both of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that's one major positive from it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. she's also, you know, like looking into going into the medical field and stuff like that. And I don't think that necessarily would have happened if I didn't have CF. Yeah. Maybe it would have. Yeah. Probably influenced it. I think it influenced it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, from since I like as long as I can remember, I've like wanted to be a doctor. Uh-huh. Um I wanted to do some sort of like healthcare because I saw what she was going through and, you know, sometimes maybe didn't have the best situation with a particular doctor. Um, And a lot of doctors and medical professionals don't really see um, what you guys go through and they don't see the emotional end of it. They don't, they don't know how that affects your day-to-day life um, sometimes with the treatments they're giving you. So I have always wanted to go into that knowing that I can offer that to a patient. Um, so, yeah, I I definitely would not have considered that career without um, having Leah in my life. Um, but I definitely think it was a positive. I think it's made us closer as yeah. siblings, um, even in yeah. times. I mean, you know, every set of siblings fights. Um, Honestly, though, when we were little, we really did we not really, fight much. We really did. We fought more City when we got fought. older. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we really didn't fight that much. Um, we were pretty much attached yeah. at the hip, but... Um, yeah, it's really true. Yeah. And I think one of the best things that like kind of combated any type of negative feeling that would come with like, you know, um, what we were talking about, maybe feeling like there was less attention or a little bit of a power struggle um, is I was just really involved in whenever she was going through anything with her health. So mm-hmm. um, my family always just kept me really. I always knew what was going on. Um, and then later, once I was older, I was able to start raising money for it and really getting into reading about the research and kind of doing that for myself. Um, and I think that's just helped a lot with me understanding it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, now growing. What do you, what do you think about Leah having a internet friend in Tiffany? <laughs> that, um, <laughs> I was really excited when Leah started. T- I mean, she was like a little shy about it at first, you know. Um, but when she started, yeah, it's kind me- of weird to come out about because, yeah. like, no, it really is. I feel like when you're younger, you know, like, oh, going into a chat room or having a MySpace or <laughs> connecting with someone online, yeah. it was like, oh my gosh, you know, they're gonna like Catfish. come after you. Catfish <laughs> actually was watching it earlier today. It's gonna turn out that Anyways. Tiffany in like two years doesn't actually have CF and she's catfishing everyone. <laughs> she's been catfishing me. And, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, no, but I, I loved it when she told me that she started, you know, making connections with other CFers over the internet. Um, because, you know, I might understand things a lot more than a normal person or somebody who hasn't had any contact with a CF patient. But, uh, you know, when I say, oh, I understand what you're going through, that can only go so deep. So mm-hmm. I know that when Leah really has a bad day, when her lungs are hurting, it's nice for her to talk to somebody who actually knows what that pain feels like. Because, yeah. you know, I would do anything to take that from her. But unfortunately, you know, I can't give that level of support sometimes, which is sad. But yeah, I'm really happy that she has you guys for 
for that to talk those things out Thanks with. Thanks for being my friends. Yeah. <laughs> we're really, we're really, this is just a charity case. So, I mean, that's all this is. <laughs> no. Everyone felt bad for me. They saw me on yeah, the internet. That's... Now they're like, oh, we'll be your sympathy. Well, we're, we're not the heroes here. Don't, don't put that on us. <laughs> no. and, it's, and it's good, even from the perspective of like, you know, some of the stuff she was telling me this week, like different treatment systems that you guys have all tried out, like you can kind of like give your reviews on it and kind of give your advice on, you know, what neb to order or that type of thing. So I don't know. It's just cool. You can meet people from all over the world that way, um, mm-hmm. right. which, you know, I could I wouldn't be able to do that in the same way that Leah could, unfortunately. Well. You're yeah. my adoptive sister, my East Coast sister. Yeah. <laughs> you're the internet sister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're, we're sort of running out of time here. Um, before we close, I think this is one, this is an episode that I think parents will will get a lot of, you know, siblings too as well. But, you know, I think yeah. um, for, for parents who who may have two little kids, whether, you know, the the older kid, you know, may not have CF and the younger kid does, or, you know, a situation mm-hmm. like your guys, you know, what would you say, both of you, to reassure those parents about, uh, you know, the sibling relationship between you guys? Who wants to start with this answer? You want me to go? Go for it. Yeah. Um, well, I think having a sister was one of the best decisions my parents ever made, even though they didn't know I had CF. <laughs> so go mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think, you know, it was really cool and it is a really cool relationship that you really don't have with someone else, you know, like I am so lucky to have her as my sister and we have been so close our entire lives. So it has been really beneficial to me to have someone there constantly supporting me. And when I would go in the hospital and I wasn't open about my CF, so none of my friends knew it was really (laughs) nice to have my sister there, you know, supporting me, hanging out with me, kind of taking my mind off of it so that... I'm not always focusing on CF, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I think my parents did a really good job of normalizing CF in our lives because, I mean, Lisa didn't realize she was really that different until she was a little bit older. And, you know, I didn't feel like singled out and I don't think Lisa did until, you know, we kind of made that relationship that, oh, hey, I have CF. So, yep. And honestly, I would agree with pretty much everything that you said. But, you know, if let's say, you know, for the parents who have had a child with CF and they're thinking about, should I have another, you know, um, if that logic, if my parents had went with that logic, I wouldn't be here. So I'm obviously very happy that they they didn't think that way and that didn't happen. Um, But overall, I think living with her has like has just made me a better person in general. Um, whether it's with CF or anything, really, I've it's like changed my perspective on how I see the world. And I think mm-hmm. um, it's caused me to think differently about what people are going through. Um, so, you know, Leah looks very healthy. All of you look healthy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you are. Um, yeah. And that goes for everybody in any type of situation. Um, yes. But, yeah, my parents did a really good job of making us friends and making CF normal and bringing me into that world. Um, I don't feel like my whole life has been about CF. So yeah, um, right. they did a really good job with that too. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm glad that I do know a lot about it. So um, I don't think I would have learned any of that if I hadn't had Leah as a sister. So yeah. Well, 
Thanks for being her sister. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> being that support for her. <laughs> That was, that, that was a fantastic answer. Um, okay, well, on that note, I think it's time to end the podcast. Um, Lisa, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Leah, thank yes, you for thank inviting you. your sister to join us. Of course. Uh, I, you know, I hope people got, got a lot out of this episode. And I, 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 this was a great episode. Um, but, yeah. you know, uh, we will be back next week. Uh, the DMs mm-hmm. are open, as always. The DMs are at where, Tiffany? At breathe underscore and underscore pod yes the dms are open on instagram make sure you hit those dms um i hope you had a very happy rare disease day in case you forgot that you have rare disease today's the day you can remind yourself that you have one um and i think that's it you can always reach out to us and other dms too we have email addresses they are salty sisters at gmail.com i'm gunners blog at assassin.org and then you can always hit us up on facebook and instagram and twitter uh, the DMs are open. We love talking to you guys. That's all I have to say. Do you guys have anything to add? You covered it. Yeah. Thanks for coming, <laughs> Lisa. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, it cool. Have a great night, everyone, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.